don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 hockey. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Hour number two on a Almost Sports Monday. The World Cup underway. We are inside an hour from the start of USA-Wales. Uh, already in the books, England 6-2 over Iran. That's that's, that's, that's my one. England team. You did pick England. I have that's, England. Yeah, yeah. I knew. Uh, that, and that's our group, right? It is. And, uh, yeah, USA come up later today. And the other group, Netherlands beating Senegal 2-0. Scored in the 84th and 90 plus 9. So nine minutes of extra time. That's... Uh, Kind of a bummer for Senegal, who's missing Sadio Mane, their best player, mm. uh, injured mm-hmm. in uh, before the World Cup. But you got questions. I got answers, I hope. Well, here, let's start with this, because I think this is probably what most uh, almost, even the people who know a lot about soccer and know almost a little bit and know nothing is basically me. Uh, the United States has effectively no chance to win the World Cup. Uh, but today versus Wales, what? I think that'll be a draw. Uh, I think if they're competitive and playing good, they can beat anyone. Um, this is their competition for number two is going to be Wales. The and, top two teams move out of each group. Is correct. That right? And uh, the second team plays the winner of another group, so that it gets difficult in the uh, knockout rounds after that. England, especially after today's dominating performance, they're, they're the favorite to win the group. Um, anything can happen playing against a rival, but I would assume that England and the United States, it's going to be a very tough one for the U.S. Wales is a very winnable and very drawable game. Iran against the United States, that's going to be the trap game because Iran, for some reason, does not like mm. the United States at all. Uh, and also, I've when, not when, heard anything about that. That's and, crazy. I know. And sometimes the USA can do the thing where in many sports, uh, the saying is you play to your competition where they come out very good against good competition, but then kind of flat against uh, lesser teams. So this is going to be an interesting group, and I think uh, uh, even though the England match is the exciting one, because it's right after Thanksgiving, man, we, we the Pilgrims got the hell out of England because they wanted to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyhow. That's uh, on Friday? That that next Friday. Or wait, yeah, this Friday after yeah, Thanksgiving. Friday. I forgot. Yeah. This is, hell yeah. I'll be watching Cowboys-Giants, guys. Uh, point being... This is the big game. This is for second place in the group, essentially. So I think this is the the one of the most important games in the uh, in their group because they should beat Iran and England will probably beat them. But this one can determine who's going to okay. get second place. And it's Gareth Bale's last World Cup, so we'll see. Anything can happen. Go USA. Uh, I just looked and uh, but perfect analysis because uh, yeah, I base many of my uh, the the uh, the gambling odds. Uh, it's a dead even heat. It's a a pick'em as we call it in the business, CJ. Uh, as uh, yeah, both uh, United States win is plus one forty eight, Wales plus one forty eight, uh, and then a draw plus two thirteen. You can bet on a draw in soccer. Interesting. That's well, seems, I mean, I guess that's it, yeah, yeah. It is you, a result. you have to have to do it that way because usually in, in you know other sports they they declare it no action if there's a tie. But there's well ties. You still get one point. There's too too often a tie and. 
Yeah. The three points, uh, and again, this isn't goals scored. Goals scored are used for tiebreakers. But right, uh, right, right. in standings in group, three points for a win, one point for a draw, zero points for a loss. So a big USA match coming today. What's your next question? Making it out of the group, that would sort of be the win, right? That's like, a if g- the United States did that, we would say, excellent World Cup. Go America. I think this team is expected to win uh, one match in the knockout stage. I think that would be a win. Oh. Would be to advance, advance in the to the bracket and then, uh, and, and then, and then win, win another one? Correct. Oh. Uh, I think okay. that would be a win. So if they don't make it out of the group, this is like, oh, you guys are disappointing. Up. Yeah. Okay. Let us down. We're entering Let what will be. Down. Remember when I told you about the uh, team's golden generation? Right. I think we're gonna. It's coming up in four years. That'll be. This will be considered our golden generation because you have okay. uh, a, a lot of good dudes on this team. Uh, the, this is a dumb question. Uh, where do I watch these things? Because uh, is this is got to be one of those like. Uh, Boxing pay per view UFC they own. No, it's it's on Fox. If no, 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 no. But they own the rights and nobody else can show. I yesterday I YouTube I was, TV as well. Well, yesterday I no, no, no. I know I can watch it on TV. Uh, and I got up and I started readying all my football things. And I was like, oh yeah, isn't the isn't the soccer on? Uh, and I started to go look for it and it was over. Uh, and I was like, oh, no problem. Uh, I work at ESPN. I'll just go to ESPN.com and get caught up on, on what happened over there. Uh, and they, they they can't show any of the highlights. I must assume that they don't have the rights I didn't to know anything. That. I thought yeah. any media could show I'm a good and highlights. I'm a good company man, CJ. So, you know, I would never disparage our parent company, ESPN.com. But when I, yeah, when I went to the soccer section... Uh, and the the videos that they have posted, there's there's nothing, uh, no none of the on field action. Which uh, again, there's good articles. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they got articles. Uh, no uh, on the pitch action, which I understand. That's a rights thing. But there's a lot of uh, analysis from dudes who were just shooting videos on their phone outside the stadium. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? Damn, can, they could have sent us. Sent we can camera. do that. There was one guy who was just clearly sitting in his apartment. Explaining why, why the disallowed goal from the Ecuadoria game was, I was like, "What? Wh- who's who's this guy? What's going on here?" I've got an uh, the, iPhone three and a tripod. Like, send yeah. me. It'll be much better. Didn't we have CJ over there? Hey, speaking. Uh, of- also, uh, if you want to watch it, and the most entertaining way to watch it is mm-hmm. to do. I don't know if it's Telemundo. Uh, watch it in uh, on a Spanish language station. Okay, it's much more fun, especially if you're not really paying attention. Right, you're just kind of have it on in the background. You're doing other stuff. Way more fun. Uh, I don't know what any of the, the English-speaking announcers are talking about anyway. So, so it'll work. Yeah, it's the same. It's just with much more enthusiasm, right? Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to find one of those. That's a good idea. I like that. Um, speaking of our parent company, um, did you see we have violent left turn here? Bob Iger has taken over as the Disney, C- yeah. CEO of Disney again. <laughs> I put him in there. That's the sick of the other guy not making me as much money. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were in charge. Now they're telling me Bob Iger's in charge. Oh, I I pick whoever I want to be in charge. Oh, okay, so he's just your he's your puppet there. Okay, good. yeah, Sorry. yeah. Uh, what's the Austin FC news? Local soccer news. Uh, Brad Stewart, uh, our keeper, our savior, the heart of the team. Him and his wife, amazing philanthropists within our city, signed uh, to a multi-year contract. So I think that's uh, that's good. That's amazing. Yeah, and uh, I think two years of. Seeing him do what he's done and uh, really help a 
kind of rough shot defense. I think this is a, a good thing, and he's a, he's a fan favorite, so uh, that's exciting to see. I was going to say, maybe it's just his name. Maybe it's because he's the keeper. Maybe it's because I don't know anything about soccer, but I've always gotten the impression, oh, yeah, he's the star of the show. Everybody loves that guy. Yeah, so, and he's a nice dude. Yeah. Um, he's he's fun, so right. I've got I've to meet him. Oh, yeah, he's, you guys have cool. rapped before. Uh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Uh, okay, 512-834-1027 if you want to talk soccer or, or anything. We'll move back to the Longhorns in just a second. It's Almost Sports. Jason, CJ, back in just a second. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 is the phone number. You can tweet at us at Almost ESPN Radio. It's Jason Dick, CJ Morgan on a uh, Monday. We'll talk here in just a moment. TCU. Uh, barely escaping, barely remaining undefeated with Sonny Dykes, a genius, or just drunk at the end of that game. What's going on? But I feel like I've done this bit before. Take it away, Sam. Longhorn Nation, we're back in the top 25. Every win they're in, every loss they're out. This is just bizarre. Yeah, Texas following an absolute dismantling of Kansas. That was good to see. Revenge game against Kansas are ranked again 24 this time in the Associated Press Top 25. Uh, this is fun. ESPN, uh, they always have a, a little write-up with notes down here at the bottom. Uh, and just what with, intern has to do that? <laughs> it's just some interesting little tidbits. I, pre- I appreciate it. They would tell you the Top 25. And then here, let me just, it says, quote, Texas, comma, again, period, end quote. <laughs> That's that's because uh, the Longhorns have now uh, started the season unranked, entered the top twenty-five four times, withdrawn three times, entered four times. So we could I I don't know what the record is. I it can't be. It's got to be difficult to go in and out and in and out and in and out four times. Uh, we could still do it one more. We could lose to Baylor on Friday. I'm not advocating this plan. Yeah, let's try not to do that. Lose to Baylor on Friday, then draw yourself a pretty sexy bowl game uh, matchup, win your bowl game, end the season ranked again, in and out five times. That would surely be the record, right? No, you're not not a fan of this program? Okay. Go ahead and beat Baylor. Start some good momentum for next year. Keep keep the recruits. You know what? I do want to – we'll get to TCU in a sec, but – that is the most important. I obviously, started the show talking about the Longhorns and how even though a, a huge victory over Kansas was great to see, made me a little sad because I'm like, what could have been with this season? Sure. The amount of talent that they had. Uh, you know, the, you look at the highs of this season, Saturday and versus Oklahoma and versus even Alabama and a loss. Like, what could this team have been if it would have played up to its potential even just like most of the time, 80% of the time. Uh, and so, yeah, I was down about that. But going, f- crushing Kansas was good. Crush- beating Baylor is going to be very important, and even a bowl, a bowl win, because the, the, particularly with the changes to college football and the transfer portal you and keep, stuff like that. You want to end the season strong. You can Absolutely. So quickly, things can turn against you. Momentum can turn against you. Recruits and can decommit. I don't know. Remember where? Who was at this show? The other show? Just talking to some hobo on the corner. I do a lot of talking, CJ. But I was talking about how Steve Sarkeesian might be in danger of getting himself fired if he doesn't clean this up and, and quick. And uh, oh, it was it was Nick who told me they can't fire him. Arch Manning. 
And I'm like, Arch Manning might be the one who fires him, okay? Tom Herman landed Quinn Ewers, who at the time was, you know, we were giving him the keys to the city. It was the biggest deal ever that Quinn Ewers chose Texas, and then things started to go bad, and then we stopped singing the eyes of Texas. Uh, And then Quinn Ewers says, actually, you know what, I'm going to reopen my commitment, and he went to Ohio State, and then Tom Herman was fired. Uh, so thing, things can change really quickly. And before the game on Saturday, I saw just some uh, some hints, rumors, internet speculations that there are guys who might be looking to go elsewhere, including Xavier Worthy, the uh, the top receiver for the Longhorns, who if things, you know, is there a better opportunity for him somewhere else? Which seems to, seems crazy to me. You know, Sark is one of the best offensive coaches out there. And you would think that he would be a receiver with a thousand yards already. Well, that, and that's probably the, the thing is that he thought he wants to pad the stats. He thought he was going to come here and do, you know, what Sark did with Alabama. So just, uh, you know, Devontae Smith things, Jalen Waddell things. Uh, and he has not had that sort of output yet. And so does he think that there's a better spot for him? I don't know. That's, again, that's some internet rumors and speculation. But finish the season strong. That should be the big goal well, yeah, right now. It, it is very important. Even if you're not, even if Kansas can't beat K-State and you can't make it to the Big 12 championship, having good, impressive, particularly that's going to be a national game with no notable games opposite it Friday morning, advertise the program and what you got going on here. Show up to play again. That would be great. Uh, here, let's just start at the top. Georgia showed up to play. They're still number one, 11 and 0. Uh, Ohio State's kind of a slow start in their game, uh, but they uh, did uh, beat Maryland handily. Michigan had to go right down to the wire. Another field goal, yeah. yeah. And there were some questionable plays uh, from the refs that got him that. There was also a uh, a rolling on the field, which was a catch, but then it looked like the ball touched the ground. And he didn't have complete control, but they called it a catch, and that you know was on their drive to to make the game winning field goal. So, point being, they won. They, yeah, they got out. Uh, I think it was a one point victory, right? And they, they're still number three in eleven and zero. Uh, TCU <laughs> remains undefeated. If you didn't see TCU and Baylor on Saturday, I might say it's even worth going back and and, and watching again. Yeah, it, it was especially on, the. Last drive of the game. Last half of the fourth quarter. They're down 28-20 to because uh, their uh, kick, kickers missed an extra point. Can we knock it off with the kickers and the extra points? All right, let's just give people seven points for a touchdown. No. Kickers. Oh again. Is, it, is, is it just because I'm in danger of losing a fantasy football matchup because of Brett Meyer's 22 fantasy points? Maybe I'm mad at kickers right now, but knock it, knock it off with the kickers. Uh, so yeah, they're down twenty-eight to twenty. They drive down the field. They score what can be the game-tying touchdown. Go for two. They don't get it. Uh, they, they kick deep, play D. They get the ball back. Yeah, Baylor. By the way, uh, that, that that quarterback had he he messed it up. Had the chance to get a first down, would have sealed the game. And then TCU gets the ball. And I'm gonna say props to Max Duggan, the quarterback there, who's the hero with no timeouts. Gets them all the way down into into field goal position. Uh, how much did, do you remember? How much time was on the clock? Uh, because it expired as the field goal was well, kicked, right? But, well, because they they had uh, a completion and the, it was out of bounds. Maybe it was an incompletion, but it was it was third down, and they had thirteen seconds left on the clock. Something they did fifteen seconds, and they run a running play uh, and get tackled. 
and the clock is just running. Yeah, they very bizarre to not just kick the field goal. Well, either kick it or throw an out to the sideline, do do something. They were running it to the middle of the field, and Sonny Dykes exp- explained after the game that the the kicker likes it on this side of the field, so they wanted to move the to, ball. Yeah, which is something that, that happens when you have but a timeout. You, well, yeah, you can't. You got to be like, hey, sorry, kicker, you can't. And he said, to his credit, that's why I can't figure out. If he is a genius or just a guy who got real lucky. That was real luck. I mean, they had to sub an entire yeah, cause the clock offensive is to- unit. The, the clock's winding down. And then usually the kicker has time to get in position and make it. Do his little dance with the taking the three steps back the, and then over. The and holder then, has to adjust dang. the ball just right. But they... They, they, there's 10 seconds no one left. Makes, on the, nine times out of 10, no yeah. one makes that field goal because it's so rushed and so fast. They ten, make it. 10 seconds. They got to run the whole, uh, the entire offensive line on, get everybody down there. Everybody has to get set. Uh, then Had half, the defense made subs, they would have yeah, ran I didn't out even, of time. I didn't even think about that. Like what would have happened uh, had the, 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 they held the them up there. The defense had the wherewithal to run off and make a sub <sighs> because then time would have just ran out. Uh, but yeah, he did. They get the snap off and the, and the hold down, and he kicks it, and it's up and good. And Sonny Dykes explained after the game that uh, they practice that that every week they practice run, running, you know, full speed, violently running. Maybe ask your kicker to practice kicking it from the other hash marks so that you don't have to frantically Do run that, out yeah. there. And I guess I thought they could have spiked the ball, but you said that that was already it was on fourth, fourth down, down. so yeah, they couldn't have spiked the ball because right. Okay. I mean, unless they would have run it for a first down, but even then, like even how did the Cowboys exit the playoffs last year? You remember they're playing the Forty ers and Dak decides to to run and slide, to scramble, slide, and I remember and then time runs out. There was nineteen seconds on the clock at the start of that play. And yeah, they never got another snap off, and everybody said Mike McCarthy, Kellen Moore, you guys are just big dummies. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, it is it is a risky play anytime. It's a risky play anytime. Are the clocks different in the NFL? Because I know in college, the when it's a if you throw it downfield, the receiver stopped inside, and you know, say it's a 30, 40 yard play. Usually, you'd have to rush yeah. down, spike the ball, but it. The clock stops until the ref has the ball set, and then so that gives everyone time to get on the line and get in position. In a college first, on a college first down, even if you're out of in bounds, the clock stops, stops until they mark set the, the ball. ball. Yeah, yeah, uh, they don't do that in the NFL. Exactly. Also, yeah, yeah. the seconds are point eight eight. It's long. Okay. Not really. No, I was no. like that. No, doesn't make sense. But no. I guess. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, uh, Sonny Dykes, like, it would be a crazy thing to attempt at any point in, in any season. But when you're undefeated, you're weird. undefeated and the college football playoff is on the line, you're still going to just be like, yeah, let's go, I'm going to run one little draw play also, to get the ball to the other side, and then we're going to hustle with, everybody out there and kick it. With game-winning field goals like that, you you – on a third down, that gives you an extra chance in case something weird happens. You know, nobody or, does that. I agree. Like, if if it's a bad snap, if something goes, then you can... I th- I'm i not... Did they change the rules? Because you used to be able to, yeah, just take it and throw it away and try again on fourth down. Nobody ever does that now. And I'm like, why Why don't you guys do that more often? Look, I'll tell you, it, he, they practice it, and he's uh, maybe he's a genius. But 
if they miss that kick or he doesn't, you know, he doesn't if get time it runs off, out. Then if he's the time's an idiot. run out is is really, yeah. But even if they just have to rush it and it's a questionable snap and the kicker didn't, you know, the timing was off and he misses it. Yeah, everybody's like, Sonny Tyke. What the what, hell was that? What were you thinking? <laughs> what, what's going on? I was on? thinking that watching. I was like, wait, what are they doing? Wait, what? Yeah. what? Why are they running it? Oh, uh, oh, crap. Now everyone's... I thought he was going to miss it. I was like, there's no way he makes this because so disheveled and happened so fast. Then I see the kit go up and I'm like, oh, that's good. And it curved perfectly too. Yeah. Like it, it hooked in. It, said it, it started just right. looked like it was going to the goalpost. And man, that baby yeah. hooked right into the... In, or when my right driver, in the the, my driver's working, CJ. That's exactly how it works. All right, just, just started just right of the fairway, and then just a little bit of draw, and then you just slice it completely into someone's when, backyard. When it's working right, okay, yeah. that's very infrequently. Uh, so, congratulations on your brilliant coaching job, uh, Sonny Dykes and, and, and TCU. Um, they're four uh, in the in the AP. I mean, there there's no other place that you could put them. Um, Tomorrow, at some point, we're going to have the. I don't believe that they're a top four team. I, now, I there's no way to keep them out if they if they remain undefeated. Who do they have left? Come on, Jason, you can do it. Is it Oklahoma State? They have one game left, uh, but they've already clinched a berth in the uh, in the Big Twelve Championship. Uh, if they are undefeated in Big Twelve Champions, they're going to be in the College Football Playoff. Um, just look at a couple of other spots here. USC. Got a bump up. Uh, both of us had USC in our two point five, and yeah. they won by three. One by three. Were so you watching we, that game? It was a crazy game. I, I did. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it. USC was always, always up by three, and then they would score a touchdown, and I was like, as somebody who bet on them, I'd be like, Whew, "Okay, we're good." And then UCLA would come back right yeah. back and score a touchdown, and it was three again. And so yeah, they win by three and get bumped up a couple of spots. They're number five. Uh, mentioned earlier how uh, Tennessee lost. They're out of it. But the door is open now for a one loss, or excuse me, two loss LSU, LSU Right team. at number six. If, uh, let's just hear for the sake of argument, say Ohio State, Michigan, the loser is out. Particularly if it's Michigan, they're going to be if out. If it's a bad loss to Ohio yeah. State. TC, TCU, if they are undefeated in Big 12 champions, they are in. That is, And they play Iowa State at home. Oh, that's who they have left. Yeah, there? thank you. Um, they are going to be. They're going to be out. Uh, I or excuse me. They're going to be in. TCU is going to be in. I'm telling you that Georgia is in, no matter what happens. If if they lose in the in the SEC championship, I, unless they get blown out, I I believe that Georgia is going to be in. Uh, so there's going to be one spot left. If USC is a then 12 and one champion of the uh, Pac-12. But LSU has just beaten Georgia, in just the, beaten number one. Who do, who do you like there? Who do you like? Mm, that's tough, but I, I think you're going to have to go with uh, a 10 and one team. I think it's there would have to be a lot happen with the one loss team or a two loss team for the two loss team to, to well, get L- into. LSU would have just beaten the number one team, and they would sure. have beaten Georgia, who was going in. They would also have wins against Alabama. I think they. I think they'd put the two loss team in over USC. All right, so we're going to say. I mean, what would ideally happen to make it really exciting is uh, let's say Ohio. I would rather Michigan beat Ohio State just because that would make things a lot more fun. But in in this scenario where we want two loss LSU to get in, Michigan loses bad to Ohio State. Ohio State wins the. Uh, 
the Big Ten Championship. Georgia narrowly loses to LSU in the uh, SEC Championship. So that gives you Georgia, Ohio State, uh, Michigan might be out. TCU loses to Texas in the Big 12 Championship. They drop. So then LSU, and then let's say USC also loses. I I think USC losing in the the Pac-10, 12, whatever they are, championship to like Oregon. So then you would have maybe Georgia, Ohio State, same Michigan, maybe this is maybe why. Clemson and LSU. This is why. Let's get silly. We don't need twelve teams in the playoff. It's okay? too much. We this don't is need twelve. Why the playoff is messing up college football. Six together. only. Six. No. No. Six. The BCS was right, CJ. Okay. Can you imagine how exciting this would be? No, the they BC- got it too wrong but too many times. There were there four undefeated teams left with just two weeks left, and then with only two can get in. That's excitement. Man, That's excitement, man. baby. Should we do that? Should we do uh, the Almost Sports BCS <laughs> rankings? Yeah, I mean, Seems dude, back in the day, multiple teams claimed and were awarded yeah. championships. Let's start <laughs> our own, the Almost Sports Championship. 512-834-1027 is the phone number if you want to weigh in here. We have a top 10 list today? We do. It's uh, football related. That's coming up on the other side of this break. Hold on. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 20-ish minutes till kickoff United States-Wales World Cup action. One other note from the uh, top 25, CJ. North Carolina is 18. Uh, They lost to Georgia Tech. Blew a big lead, Mac did, on Saturday. I bring it up for two reasons. A, I have a wager on Mac Brown to win 10 games at North Carolina, and he was kicking so much ass this year. I was like, I'm going to start spending that money. We good. All right. Now they have probably Clemson twice. They play Clemson on Saturday, then the uh, uh, ACC championship championship game, uh, and then a bowl game. So I'm confident they're going to get to 10. I hope. I hope, Mac. We do like Mac Brown. Yeah. But how do you feel about this? If you're a uh, bowl projections geek, the Cheez-It Bowl is ACC versus Big 12. Texas has been linked to this Cheez-It Bowl for like the last 10, all the years of mediocrity that we've been experiencing. It's for like the fifth best uh, uh, Big 12 team. But remember, the Cheez-It Bowl is awesome because what happens to the winning coach oh, instead of Gatorade? They dunk, they dunk Cheez-Its on yeah. him? Yeah. so stupid. No, dude. That's uh, but I've seen some uh, prognosticators out there who say North Carolina, Texas, Cheez-It Bowl, Mac Brown v. his old team. Would you be down for that? Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, I would prefer a uh, Big 12 championship and, you know, I don't know. What oh, would, well, what sure. Would there? I would prefer all the chaos in the world that gets Texas with four losses back in the college football playoff, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but I I would love to play uh, Mac in North Carolina. I love my man, Mac, Mac Brown. You know what? I would not be rooting for Mac Brown in that case. But do you, have you experienced this yet? Surely you have. Sometimes. Joy? No. Not at all. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, now that you you do this job professionally, every so once in a while, your your professional instincts take over. You, uh, start to outweigh your your fans' heart and be like, you know what? They lose this game. It's going to make for an awesome week of radio. And if, <laughs> if Mac Brown beats Texas, then we just got a whole week of should have never fired Mac. Yeah, should have never fired him. But uh, anyway, I would maybe I would. I'm the only one. Huh? Just it would be fun. Just trying to fill up time. Don't want that, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Every day we have a new C.J. Morgan top 10 list, and today what are we doing, man? 
Thought we'd go through some World Cup history just because people don't, uh, you know, the casual fan probably only pays attention to soccer and only halfway so during the World Cup. So I thought we would go through some of the best teams by telling you uh, the top 10 teams to reach the final four as well as their championships, uh, their big victories along the Mm way. Uh, Number 10, several countries have reached the final four twice. And the reason the Final Four is important is because in these soccer tournaments, there is a third-place playoff the day before the championship. Yeah. So they do award a bronze medal, uh, and there is, you know, some financial considerations for how you place in the tournament. Starting with number 10, two top four appearances, Spain with one title in 2010, England has made three oh, top ten appearances. I was with, trying to write my top four guesses over here. And write I, them down. I have England number three, so uh, I'm already messed up. Right? When was England's last World Cup victory? They have one total. Oh. When did they bring soccer home, football home to England? I know this answer. It's, it was somewhat recently, right? I'm going to go. 2014. 1966. Exactly as I said, CJ, yep. somewhat recently, okay? Uh, sw- In the grand scope of things, the Earth has been around for thousands of years. <laughs> so it doesn't even matter. Uh, number eight, Sweden has four top four appearances. Uh, their best finish was uh, silver in 1958. The Netherlands, four. I'm sorry, not... <laughs> Dude, I'm just screwing this up. Yeah, it's it's good. Let me narrate like Nick does. Uh, The Netherlands, five top four appearances, three silvers, including their latest in 2010. Uruguay, five top four total appearances. Uruguay winning the title twice, 1930 and 1950, followed by Argentina, another South American country, with Two titles in 78 and 86 and five top four appearances. Wait, what number is Argentina? Argentina's number five. Oh, okay. I had them at, t- at two. Uh, they were the runners-up, of course, in 2004 to Germany. France, six ah, top four appearances. about France. They are our reigning World Cup champ, winning in 2018, uh, winning in 1998, and then, of course, in 2006, losing to Italy with the uh, Zidane headbutt, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. The Italian defender was insulting his mom. He said, uh-uh, headbutted him, cost him the cup. Bald though. dude, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Zinedine Zidane. Zidane. Uh, it cost them the cup? He headbutted the guy? And I then think he, that was an extra the... time. He got a uh-huh. red card, and I think they ended up winning in penalty kicks. I'm not exactly Man. sure. Which brings us to that team, number three, Italy. Eight top four appearances. They have four World Cup titles, and every time you win a World Cup title above your uh, crest on your uh, kit on your jersey, yeah, you get a little star. Oh, wow. So they have they have four stars above. Uh, what are they? The Azure, I think that's uh, mm. their their nickname. Uh, eight top four appearances, four World Cup titles. Their latest being in two thousand six. Brazil. 11 top four total appearances at number two. That's I had Brazil. You do have Brazil. I had Brazil. That's not number one. Uh, they are number one when it comes to titles. They have five titles, mm. uh, 1958, 62, 70, Ooh. 94, and 2002, Ooh, their most recent. Oh, uh, oh, I know, I know, I know. Number one. It's the United States of America. Mm, let me scroll <laughs> down and see where oh, they are. That's not... Uh, the United States do have one top four appearance uh, uh, where they won third place. Okay. Uh, guess the year. <laughs> uh, Before World War n- II. 19- After World War I. 82. 
Close enough. 1930. Oh, okay. Uh, the U.S. Uh, won the bronze in 1930. So. Uh, the country, Die Mannschaft, my Germans, Deutschland, Alemannia. Oh. If you're uh, f- uh, speaking uh, Spanish, 13 mm-hmm. top four total appearances, uh, only four titles. Uh, Germany winning it last back in 2014. A lot of the guys uh, still on that squad today. So there you go. Your uh, top 10, top four appearances by country. Of course, Brazil having five World Cup championships. Germany and Italy uh, both tied with four. And then uh, the rest of the countries, uh, France, Argentina, Uruguay with two. So that means one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Only nine nations have won uh, won the gold, have won the World Cup since its uh, inception. Mm. Really? Yeah. That is, yeah. That is nuts. So Germany is the best soccer country? No, Brazil is. I mean, they have five titles. Uh, ah, I would Germany. Okay. Germany has just been in our lifetime. They've been very consistent. Ah, uh, they have um, okay. since the eighties. They've had several. Uh, they've had two titles. They've had uh, three silver medals, and they've had uh, two bronze medals. So hmm. doesn't have a very soccer feel to me. Germany. I don't know why. Ah, uh, they they're soccer. They're All very the South American ones. That makes sense. England. That that works for me. God, I don't know what I think goes on in Germany. See, I grew up watching Germany play Stein soccer. Hoisting. So. Steins and sausages. Absolutely. That's what. That's what you need to fuel you. Oh, okay. Diverst und Käse und Bier. Speaking of fuel, Mike Leach, coach of Mississippi State, uh, gave us his plans for Thanksgiving dinner. What are your plans? We'll share on the other side of this break. It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back after this. The Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ on 102. 102- 27 ESPN. Final segment of Almost Sports. Patrick and Brandon the bullpen coming in here in just a second. With uh, the kickoff. The, the kick. Oh. The yeah. Big, you know what they're calling it. We're, we don't have a. Uh, wow, we do have a tremendously outfitted, perfectly furnished uh, broadcasting studio here. We don't have a TV. How many of the studios at this place don't have a TV? Well, uh, a lot less after the lightning storm, which is the reason <laughs> we're in this studio. But uh, right, sure. If uh, if if, if te- uh, Texas, if USA was playing right now, would you be not paying attention because you're watching the soccer game? I would have to turn it off to pay attention. Yeah, to, yeah, because I would I would glance at. And go ah, and make those noises. My guy, Ed Clements, who I had the the pleasure of spending two years doing the radio with. Hey, buddy. uh, He, (laughs) there would be a college golf tournament somewhere, and And he has it on his laptop. He's just got his laptop going on, and I can see that he's not paying attention. I'm like, Ed, what are you doing? It's like, oh, the 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 lady long way. I'm like, you're watching a a women's college golf tournament. Uh, Ed, you're the best, buddy. Four to six today with Beto. Uh, let's see here. Mike Leach uh, is the uh, head coach for Mississippi State and fresh off of a, what is this, 56-7 to defeat of the East, East Tennessee State Buccaneers on Saturday. Take that, we're like Buccaneers. <laughs> get, get it on. Uh, he was uh, asked, and Mike Leach is always, he's good for a quote, and the reporters know Absolutely. that now too, yeah. so... A couple weeks ago, pretty famously, somebody asked about the wedding vows or what should you do at the wedding. Uh, he's, he's just got all kinds of great life advice. And he was asked, how does he set up his uh, his Thanksgiving? What's his ideal Thanksgiving plate look like? Oh, I always make the gravy, and I do make great gravy. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big cook guy, and uh, 
haven't been, but uh, I've made the gravy for decades. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I always uh, let's see, I always get uh, uh, white meat, a little stuffing, not too much, lots of mashed potatoes, gravy over everything. Uh, hopefully, they have greens. They generally don't. And then uh, uh, corner green beans. Never sweet potatoes. <laughs> Sounds like gravy's coursing through his lungs and veins, say, dude. You got a bit of a... Oh, lots of gravy. Yeah, a little, <laughs> you'd probably gravy. get that che- checked out, Mike Leach. Hey, uh, you won me over. I was going to say lots of this is questionable. Uh, lots of mashed potatoes, excellent choice. But he said, uh, he said, uh, white meat. I I go dark, dark meat. meat all dark the way. Meat for sure, it's juicier, I'll, it's tastier. I'll take it's a better. a slice of breast. But for the most part, yeah, give me give me the with dark the meat. white meat. Yeah, you gotta have lots of gravy. I don't. So do you do? I don't do a lot of gravy, if you will. I don't. I mean, he says he makes the gravy. I'm like, what, they, what does that even mean? What is that? You put some powder yeah, in the I thing. Eat, and then a, I eat it with things that are that need it. Uh, white meat, potatoes, but if yeah. you're, you know this with steaks, with briskets, with pulled pork, with with good turkey. If your meat is good, yeah. you don't need barbecue sauce, steak sauce, gravy. Right. You, the right. the meat should hold up on its own. Uh, never sweet potatoes, he said. I don't do sweet potatoes. Either. I'm all right. I'm, yeah. I'll I'll have a small spoonful. It's cl- but... Clearly a secondary potato. Sure. All right. I don't mess with that. Any sort of uh, casserole type, some, something with cheese, rice, a vegetable. Green bean casserole is my favorite. I yeah. use a little bit of uh, cream of mushroom soup, lots of... Uh, Lots of Parmesan, lots of crispy things on Parmesan. top. Parmesan. I like to put like Velveeta in it, but on top, I like to have a nice crust layer of uh, cheesy, crispy goodness. Yeah. Do you prepare this? Do you make things for things? I don't cook anything for not, things. Not anymore, but I used yeah. to. If I was doing a Friendsgiving, I would, oh. I would do that or Brussels sprouts. Or maybe uh, my family's been big on brisket because my parents would drive to Austin to come see me. Right. And my dad would, in the trunk of the car in his truck, he would have a brisket marinating in a trash bag. <laughs> Non-scented, as he always tells me. Uh, and then it was just easier to do a brisket the trash than it was to travel with a turkey and, and do that. So we kind of have our own tradition of, of cooking like brisket. Fun. You know what I always provide? The milk. <laughs> All right. I know. Gotta have yep. the milk. Thank you uh, for that. You're 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 yeah. a thoughtful CJ's good man. trolling trolling me on Twitter I'm not this trolling. weekend. I just I it shows I'm thinking of. Now I know you're not a milk household. You got a little weak ass half gallon of milk. All right, you need a full gallon of milk. No, we do. We're we're a half gallon family. Okay, and that's only because I bought Oreos. <laughs> oh, that's why you had it wasn't yeah, for yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> I mean, usually you know my fiance eats right. cereal, but I'm when I get Oreos, you get the full half gallon of milk. Try some milk with your turkey this year, buddy. I'm telling you, don't like. We gotta go. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go USA. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun, right? Guy number two. Yeah, guy number one. E to the S to the P to the N is all I watch cause I'm the man. If my team loses, I'll be mean all night. If you tell me to relax, we'll get in a fight. I like my friend, he's a real guy's guy. He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve.